Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Good, good. How are you? I'm good. You're good. You? What y'all been up to? Everything's good? Everything is great. I can't wait to talk about this movie. Me neither, because yep. I haven't seen this movie in so long. And think, who was it? It was Heather or Holly. It was one of you that brought it up to the yeah, I was talking about it, and then it's like, you know what? Let's podcast it. I remember that being a good movie, but I don't remember any, anything about it. So, so thank you for bringing um, it up. I was watching it. I told you I was going to watch it and run it, oh. and you're like, um, okay, well, let's podcast it. That's right, because we were talking about you need to watch Belko exp- Experiment, and then and then Heather said, oh, we, then we started talking about Overlord, too. and then Overlord, like, you know, yeah. So you like you watch both of them. So, okay, it's, it's cool. Kind of like, yep. I'm glad this happened because I watched it a couple of days ago and it's like, this is a really good movie. So let's review this thing real quick and see what we think about it. Okay. So we're watching this this movie called Overlord and we decided to review it and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give my rating now, but I just want you everybody to know that I love this movie. It has everything that I could desire in a movie for me, anyway. Like it's basically about, and correct me if I'm wrong. Like if you're into German, like zombie Nazi flicks, about like group of soldiers trying to go destroy a underground lab or in radio tower or whatever, and fighting their way here and there. This is a movie for you because it has everything that you could actually dream for. Unless I'm wrong, or do you agree? I agree for sure. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not missing anything. All right, so <clears throat> I'm going to start off with Heather because I want to know your thoughts on this first. So, almost quick, real quick. Who is your, if you had to pick right now, who's your favorite character in this movie? You could do more than one. You could put it off if you want. Let's go through the, some of the characters. All right, you know what? Let's do this. Let's go to all right. Let's go to Javon Adebo. He plays Edward. He Ed. He's the main character basically in the whole movie. So yeah. I like it. Basically, seen through his eyes. So, what did you think about him as a character? I I loved him. I thought he was endearing. He, he like made you care about him the whole time, and I thought that there's um. I mean, this goes into, like, a lot of the cast. Um, He's one of the ones that had a lot of character development. Mm -hmm. Because he starts off in the beginning as, like, kind of someone that nobody respects. And, like, they don't think much of him. And he's terrified. And he ends up being, like, the hero at the end, you know? Yeah, shit. We'll get into all his other stuff. I don't want to jump around. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sure what he was going through in the first 10 minutes? I would have been terrified too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, and what's your thoughts on it, Holly? Um, I love this movie. I, I thought it was casted well, it was written well, acted well, that you know, and um it was it was pretty good twisty. Um, you know, it was I mean, I was on the edge of my seat a lot, you know. The action was. How do you feel about how you feel about Ed's character? Um, I like his character a lot. You know, I I liked him. I mean, you know, at first he started 
you're talking about private voice, right? Yeah. Private first class voice. Yeah. He, at first, you know, it was he on a plane, you know, they were talking, he wasn't ready. He was like, you know, just fresh meat. And um, you know, he wasn't hardened like the other ones. But uh he he was very humanized, you know, he he didn't have that tough shell yet. And, you know, I'll agree with other he was he is a very endearing character, but in my opinion, they all were in their own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, the next person I want to talk about is, well, his name is Wyatt Russell, but he was <coughs> um, Captain Lewis Ford. Like he was the quiet, like one in the corner because he'd been through war and battle tested already. Yeah, I liked his character, like. He was a hard ass, but cool at the same time. But he knew how to get the job done, and I like I liked him. He was very stoic. That's the word, stoic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I like a good when I use new words. Yeah. I, I, I pat myself on the back. I like when I use words when I don't really use them like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved him. He was he's he's probably my favorite um, out of this because yeah. I, he and he he compliments Ed like a lot because he's very like you said he's stoic he's very like we nothing he's not emotional he's completely unemotional unbiased like he's like we've got a mission we've got to do it like he's fuck the sergeant like you know like we've got to get the job done <laughs> we have no time for a moral compass and that's literally what Ed was he was a moral compass yeah. And, and he yeah. was, yeah, yeah, there is no moral compass. You know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to complete the mission. He was a badass. Yeah. And I just like him as an actor. So naturally, he was. Yeah. Like- and um, who I hated at first was, what's his name? Lyle Tibbet. The guy, yeah. What's his name? Jog Magnato or whatever his name is. But the lot, because he was the big mouth. He says just talking so much shit. And like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this dude is definitely dead. I mean, I don't want to yeah. jump ahead. I'm not jumping ahead, but I'm just saying this dude is definitely dead because he's just like the total asshole. <laughs> but, right? So, but then he grew on me later on in the movie, though, you know, mm-hmm. not to go f- jump ahead and talk about him yet, but he just grew on me. But I liked his character after a while. <laughs> I was like, but he was a dick. Yeah, dude. I did too. <laughs> Well, he was that, you know, like you said, he was that loudmouth, whatever. But I think he was also, you know, kind of pumping, pumping himself up. You know what I mean? To like get through it. You know what I mean? The shit talker. Because, you know, of what they were facing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be it, too. Or that could be just be who he was. Because he sounded like he was like, he remind me of friends I had, like a typical type. Um, Brooklyn, somebody from Brooklyn, New York, and just sounds like him and talks like him and just talks <laughs> shit all day. Sound like a typical Italian, <laughs> Italian New Yorker that I have friends that act just like that. So that's what he totally remind me of. And they're assholes. <laughs> I ain't saying all of them, but the ones I know, they're assholes just, just like that. Well, and that's why, you know, I liked this cast. The characters were so diverse. You know, there was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a a different um attitude and personality which w- with each one, and and I I did like that, and they all 
played him very well. And they all, you know, were appealing in their own way. That's true. Mm-hmm. And you know who I felt bad for? I felt bad for the guy with the camera. What was his name again? Chase. That was Chase Chase or Morton. Chase Morton was his name? Uh, It might have been his last name, but yeah, his first name was Chase. Private. Morton Chase. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, he was so (laughs) nice. He just, and when, I like when they took his camera away, when Ford took his camera away, and then he came out with the other one, the little one. (laughs) Yeah, smaller one. Yeah, and put it around his neck. Yeah, it was cute. Like, like I, I think the writing was done just really well with this. Everything was really thought out cleverly, and there was like a, a good balance of like this really serious situation. But they had time to make subtle little humorous moments, you know, that worked. They weren't like too much because mm-hmm. I giggled all like throughout yeah. certain moments of this. Me too. Like <laughs> he's because like, because you're watching um. Wyatt Russell's character walk up to him and he's so interested in the camera all of a sudden and you're like this is this is a trap and then he just <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like you are not in-. like and even Ed's watching him he's like that's weird you're being weird sir <laughs> <laughs> you know what I feel bad too I feel bad with that character what's his name Private Charlie when he's telling about his story and making a book and he was gonna uh, and then, next you know he stepped on a landmine and dude was, yeah. like, oh shit. and and you knew <laughs> something was coming because it was just so quiet and focusing on him so much and then bam but it, it still got you you know yeah, even yeah. though you knew something was coming it still fucking got you yeah because it literally literally coming. just blew him off the face of the earth. He was like, he was talking about his grandmother and then the book. And then he was going to put his, his yeah, writing his book. book. <laughs> it's like, boom. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, see, the nice ones always die <laughs> most, <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> but then, right. But then I was like, when I was watching the movie again, I was like, I was like, these motherfuckers are talking so much and so loud mm-hmm. in the middle of the <clears throat> jungle where his fucking en- enemies are at. I was like, I, I would be on point 24-7. I'd be paranoid. Like, they're just, they're just strolling through the woods like nothing's going on. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I thought was really clever about that scene, too, is because they're just, they're not really taking anything seriously. They're just like, okay, yeah, I'm going to write a book and blah, blah, blah. And, like, it really grounds you back to the seriousness of the situation of, like, how quickly you could just be taken out. Like, it's not like, let's talk about our book and blah, blah, blah. Like, your life is on the line right now. Exactly. That was a good one. And I love the part, and let's just get back to the beginning, like when the part when they're on the plane and then they start doing, like all that shit starts happening and it just got really intense and, and they're throwing them out and everything. I, was, I started sweating a little bit during that scene. <laughs> I was like, yeah. this is crazy. Like, I forgot all about this. Like, this, I felt like I was watching a new movie again and I seen it twice already because I hadn't seen it in so long. But I was like, this is a great movie. I like just this part alone, the first 10 minutes is like, was awesome. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the- it, it started out with a bang. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, yeah, and that's what I was saying, you know, like on the edge of your seat, you know, I wasn't bored with this at all. It, there there was, there were no slow moments during this movie at all. Yeah, it, I mean, t- it, it held your attention all the way through. Yeah, because you know how I, I am with slow burns. Yeah. So if it, oh, my attention. This is like, perfect for you. This is so high paced. Like, right. Paced. Because even the talking moments, when it was intense, <laughs> like all the talking moments was intense because something was going to happen right right after it. Mm-hmm. So, like, even when, like, yeah. when, 
when Boyce jumped into the he jumped off the plane, was in the water, and then you was getting I was getting anxiety from him trying to get out the water and cut through the fucking parachute. I was like, I know. <laughs> you know right. he's gonna get breathe. out, but I was, yeah, I was like, I know he's gonna get out, but I was like, I'm having a problem with it. <laughs> I was like, it was crazy. <laughs> and then when he saw um what's his name? The his chief, his commander. What was his name again? Woodbine. What's his Bikim name? Woodbine. Yeah. Bikim Woodbine. He, he was surrounded by the Germans. I was like, you knew it was over, but then he wanted to go save him. Then Ford came was like, don't do it. <laughs> like, don't yeah. do it. He's like, yeah, he stopped him. Yeah, I knew how. Well, like, he was going to get both of them killed. Exactly. Yeah. And then I like how he knew he was going to die and he just stood just <laughs> fucking with them anyway. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to die. So I'm going to fuck with you anyway. Yeah, you got a cigarette? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so he's like, I'm going to die anyway. So, like, he's just like, let me just fuck with you real quick. Mm-hmm. But He always plays those badass characters, though. <laughs> Whatever happened to him? I ain't seen him in, in a while. Have he been anything I don't late? know. I got to look him Not up. Not that next. I know. I'm going to look him he, up. He's in a movie called Old Dads that came out last year. He's an old dad now? I guess so. <laughs> I oh no, he was up. in Spencer Confidential. I don't know what that is. Um, it was the Netflix movie with Mark Wahlberg and um Post Malone. Oh, I did see that. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember it though, but I know I've seen that. I know I'm like what? I mean, I remember it. I don't remember him. I don't remember what character he played either, but I remember the movie. <laughs> And you know, I like you know what I like too, the, the Chloe, the Chloe girl. What's mm-hmm. her name? Um, her name is Matilde Olivier. I I can't pronounce these names, so I'm sorry for fucking it up. I'm used to American names, so <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Matilde. It's supposed to be it's like spelled Matilda, but it's not an A at the end. It's an E, so it's Matilde and Olivia. Olivia. I don't know. Olivia, mm-hmm. instead of one one L is two L's, but I'm gonna Matilde Olivia. Yeah, I call it MC. Olivia MO. So I like okay. Mo. When I when I first seen the character when they when they got her in the, when they got her in the woods, um, I was like, all right. So I thought she was gonna be German, and it was gonna be a whole different scenario to me in my head when I first seen it. But then they find out she was French, and so. She, I like when they captured her and they and they wind up helping each other out. I like I actually loved her relationship kind of between her and Ed, voice whatever. I liked mm-hmm. how they were together. It was I like it was like endearing. I loved it. Yeah. The- I I think that that was one thing that really stood out about this is like this movie had heart but not romance. And I think that was really important. Yeah. Do you do do you think he has sex with her later off off screen? No. No. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I just think this movie, like the whole time, like the that was the whole scenario with like her and Ed <laughs> and Paul was just like the heart of the movie. But like it didn't ever get like romantic to that romantic, like clouded or stupid, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that would have brought it down if they had. Done yeah, especially before. given the time and the circumstances, it's like, like why are we really? Doing, yeah, like it would have been. Yeah, we don't like so unnecessary. Yeah. 
Like, I don't think yeah. we have time for this. Yeah, and it would have <clears throat> wasted just a lot of camera minutes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't make sense narratively because they were on that time crunch, too. You know, like, everything was, like, the stakes were yeah. high the whole time. Ain't nobody trying to, like, do that. And, like, and after, like, the guy was going to come in and, like, forcefully have sex with her anyway and, like, he stopped it. Like, it just would have been inappropriate narratively to do that, you know? Exactly. Oh, yeah, and I forgot about him, too. Mm-hmm. The douche nozzle. Yeah, he was coming in here and there just to try to hit it and all that stuff. Yeah. I like the little... And he used too. her... Yeah, he used her brother to th- to threaten her into having sex with him. Yeah, he's a real oh, scumbag. Yeah. It was funny, though, too, when they first came in the house and they heard that wheezing. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> it was the... And at first, I when they showed the, what was the aunt, right? They didn't think mm-hmm. they showed real quick of how she looked like, real quick, whatever. And I was like, all right. When I first seen, it, I was like, they're not gonna give a backstory on this or whatever. But then I glad they did explain it after all how what they were doing because it was fucked up what they were doing. They were just doing all those different experiments on them, and then mm-hmm. when it didn't work out, they were just um torturing them. <laughs> I was like, shit is crazy. Yeah. Right. But that's a, that's that that shit was happening in real life with Hitler when he was trying to make he was trying to make the undead. Well, yeah, they were Mengele. You know, Joseph Mengele was doing all kinds of experiments and things. Yeah, that shit. So if people watch this movie and they think, oh, it's a zombie movie, Hitler was really trying to do that shit. He really was. Mm-hmm. He was experimenting, trying to make the undead to, to zombies. Yeah, those doctors fucking were fucked up. Like yeah. they were, they would like take parts off of people and sew them on other people it, it was fucked up the shit they did yeah, just fucked crazy. up I love they literally tortured people too. yeah what you say Heather I, I like how they captured they like <clears throat> the way that they captured that in this like when he gets into the compound and sees all of the the, the pouches stuff. full of yeah in the lab the pouches of people and like the head that's just like yeah the head is- He's like, it was a fucking yeah. guy that's just talking with no body attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a, and this movie was like very under budget. It was only th- made for 38 million. And it wasn't even supposed to be like in the in the theaters. And it just got popular. It was supposed to be just a quick film by um this director. He's a he was a new Australian director at the time, Julius Avery. And then I don't know, it just became like a cult classic around Europe and then it then started getting airtime like this and they put it in the theaters and I don't know, but a lot of people don't talk about this movie like I think they should. This is, a, this is better than like 60% of the movies that people talk about. Yeah, this doesn't definitely doesn't get enough love because it's got really everything the the way that everything is written and like even visually they milked that budget for everything that they could because even in that opening sequence with the airplane and at, when he lands and you walk through the the woods and you see the fucking all of his his people are just hanging dead in the trees with like the fire in the background like it's really uh-huh. really cool to look at yeah that was a good visual and what they had the budget for and just made how it looked, I think they did a really good job with it. And 
I like, I like another thing I like, I like how, <laughs> I like the part when, what's his name? Uh, I keep forgetting that name. Wafna, Captain Wafna, the, the douchebag. When, oh yeah. Yeah, when they sh- when he escaped, cause when they when they had him captive, and of course the the dumb guy thought he was he wasn't responding to him, and he got and he got free by sneak attacking him when he thought he was when he thought he was dead or some shit. I was yeah. like, like, come on, man, How, why are you gonna do that? I'm like, but I guess you needed a way to make people escape. I don't know, but when he escaped and he got he got shot in the he got shot in the jaw, right in the cheek. Afterwards, yeah. And then I yeah. Was great. He was in so much pain that when he went to the laboratory, he shot shot himself up with the fucking serum. Like that shit must have hurt that bad. Like, I'm gonna put a fucking new a serum in that's killing people, and he just put it in himself and he fucking it agreed with him and shit. Mm. Yeah, that moment where when he shoots Chase, I cried. Did anyone else cry? Am I just emotional? I thought no. it was sweet, like when he he's laying there and he's no, like, I didn't cry. Bad. And then he he's like, where's my ca-? like, I don't know. I just thought it was like a sweet moment at that point where you're attached enough to the characters to where he's just like, where's my I, camera? I, I want to die with my camera. I felt bad for him. But then but more more. I felt like, how stupid are you? <laughs> I was like, Aww. this is a German enemy, an enemy and you, he's not answering this to you. So you don't go up to him like that and you don't even got your gun out. I like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but again, I would have shot, shot him in the leg first before I even did anything. It, like, well, they should have sent two of them up there. They should not have sent exactly. Himself. That's the first thought that came to my mind too. Yeah, they just sending him, especially one of the weakest one out of all of them, because he was. Yeah. Well, kind. he wasn't really, you know, a soldier, soldier, you know. And that's True. why they he should... was just supposed to be taking photos. Exactly. Yeah, so. which I thought was really weird considering the mission type. You know, they didn't really know what the mission was, but apparently the people that send them did. Exactly. I think they probably figured they would have more survivors once everybody hit the ground. Because if you think about it, that was a full plane. And we only got, what, like five, six people? Five or six. Yeah, because they were, they were either dying in a plane or they were getting shot in the air. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then thank just hanging in the trees, drowning in the water, everything. Thank God I wasn't born in that time. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you think about it, like... Oh, yeah. Like, sometimes I'm like, thank God I wasn't born during slavery. Sometimes i be like, thank God yeah. I wasn't born during I... that time. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, people bitch that, you know, things are crazy and they wish they were born in the past. And I'm just like, no, the fuck you don't. You know, like most people didn't even have fucking basic human rights. So shut the fuck up. Deal with what you exactly. got right now. Exactly. So like sometimes I'm like, thank God I was born in this like century. <laughs> in this yeah. time. Right. But besides that, I got some trivia on this. So who was go ahead. No, who go ahead. who was your favorite character? Mine's. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. got th- I got three. I got Boyce, Edward Boyce, Ford, and I like Chloe because I like her the way her and Ed was. Mm. And what about you, Heather? Yeah, she was. 
Mm-hmm. And she was holding it together, you know, trying to take care of her mom and, you know, brother, her younger brother, brother during yeah. all that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then going into the compound and trying to find him and all that shit. She didn't give a fuck. She wasn't waiting for the admission. She just went off right. her own and did her shit. Yeah. I like that they made her strong like that. And not yeah. just like the damsel, you know. Um, but I like exactly. Chloe. I liked Chloe um, Ford voice and i liked tibbet because he was um, funny <laughs> he was funny you hated him at first but like uh-huh. it just goes to show how exactly. well the, the writing was yeah because the character development yeah. makes you hate him in the beginning and then by the end he's got this cute relationship with the the, the, with kid, the kid just trying to be that him. he hated he hated <laughs> yeah. him in the beginning and then he's like i'm gonna take a bullet for you you know like it was just it was awesome. yeah <laughs> like in the beginning it was like Damn! Someone should put a bell on him. Yeah, <laughs> like, he turned yeah. around, around scared the shit out of me. Like, get away from me! Like, tell the kid to stop doing creepy shit. And yeah, and then next thing you know, <laughs> he likes him. How he's trying to be him and acting like him and everything. So, mm-hmm. and he risks his life for him. So yeah. So it, like I said, during the middle of the film, you start liking him. Yeah. So I like how they did that character. That was well done. Uh, yeah, and I thought I thought Boyd was you know. A badass too. So, yeah. Towards the end, he got um, more. He got more hardened because yeah, he did. Like he ended uh, up, you know, and you know, and and I do like Wyatt Russell a lot. Ford Ford was my favorite. I mean, he was a badass all the way through. Um, mm-hmm. and it just and the way he died, you know, was just like awesome. But I yeah, like, it was I good. Like, I like the last fifteen minutes with the fight scene between Boyd and um, Waffner. Like I like how they yeah, shot and, up and the fact he yeah he in, yep injected himself so he could fight him and you know I, I like the way they made him ha- look, have know, them because, carry out the mission. Yeah, yeah, the CGI was handled really well. Yeah, I like the way they made him look. It was really him. good. The imagery in this was a lot of CGI and like some practical, but it was a lot of CGI, but all of it looked believable. Like the final moment of Ford through the the bar of the gate when you just see his eyes. Oh my God, so haunting. Yeah, it wasn't Sharknado CGI. It was real CGI. (laughs) (laughs) Or even fucking Night Swim. Yeah. Oh, Night Swim is that bad with the CGI? (laughs) Well, to me, I bring it up because... um, to me, this is the if you want to see Wyatt Russell in a good horror movie, it's not Night Swim, it's it's Overlord. Okay. Oh, oh he's in Night Swim too? Yeah, he's the the dad, the main guy in Night Swim, and it's not worthy of him as an actor at all. This movie is you know who is it? You know, you know who his mother and father is, right? Carrie Congdon in Night Swim? No, in real life. Oh yeah, Kurt Russell and um, oh, okay. Goldie, Goldie Hawn. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Then I was like, when I when I started watching the movie, I was like, he looks familiar. That yeah. like he, he looks like Kurt Russell, and like you can see like from his eyebrows down to his nose, like mm-hmm. like he looks familiar. Yeah, then, he looks like his dad. And, yeah, then I looked it up. I was like, oh shit, that's right. Like he looked like I knew I knew that face from somewhere. He looked like Kurt Russell to me, a younger mm. Kurt Russell. So how do you think the gore was this in this one? Like, did this? Because a lot of people said this is a good gory movie. Do you think it was gory? 
I, I it, it was enough, <laughs> I think. I didn't, I, but I didn't, it wasn't a focal point. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't think that it was overly gory. I thought it was appropriate. It wasn't gratuitous mm-hmm. by any means. Yeah. Um, yeah. You I know, it was violent. Thing. It was violent as fuck. Yeah, I think it was more so, I wouldn't say, like, I can always use more gore, but at the same time, like, this one, I think it handled it well. And I, I think it was more body horror than gore, I would say, this movie is. Yeah. It it like, was uh, more violence, in my opinion, than, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the, the violence was there. It, it was it was definitely there. Um, I do like, but it, it didn't. His... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, when they like when they blow his face off, I think that was probably one of the gorier <laughs> moments. But um, I think yeah. the the body horror with the the bones cracking in the the zombies, like when Chase is infected, yeah. and he swings his whole shoulder half back, and his like collarbones snap out. That was yeah, that, that was, was great. <laughs> that was a yeah. cringe moment, but that mm-hmm. was pretty much you know the cringe moment. Yeah, I, you know, cool. I, it, it was fine. I, I wasn't. Do saying that it's a gory movie, personally, no, it's not. Were there some cringe moments? Yeah. Was there mm-hmm. some gore? Yeah. But I, I didn't miss the gore. It was, it, you it know, was, the movie natural. was appropriate was all cool. the way around. Yeah. yeah it, it wasn't like hatchet, like a bucket of blood just yeah. thrown on a tree or something. It was just, it, it came with whatever it was doing. It was natural. And it wasn't like, yeah, I agree. Like, cause I was reading a review, and somebody's like, "The gore is amazing in this one." I was like, I, "This is not no, a it's gory not. movie. It's not a <laughs> yeah, it's not a gory. It's not a gory movie. It has gore, but it it, it goes to with the story. It's not. Like, mm-hmm. It's not focused on the. Gore. It's balanced, I would say. Exactly. I think and, it's more like it has more grotesque imagery, but like it's not overly gory there's just a lot to look at with like the labs and what they do with the characters and everything yeah that's true and I'm gonna hit you with something real quick I don't know if you <laughs> knows this cause I didn't know this did you you watch the first Cloverfield a long time ago but yes did you watch the second one with John Goodman and Mary Elizabeth mm-hmm. Weinstein no and then, no, and there was a third one on Netflix. This was going to this this movie was supposed to be the fourth Cloverfield unit in the universe, but they but J.J. Abrams didn't want it to do that. He wanted it to be by itself, so this was supposed to be the fourth um, Cloverfield paradox because it's like in the Cloverfield universe, it's it's like space, land. And alien type shit. It's like it's it's like different things, and it's supposed to mesh yeah. together. So, but this mm-hmm. was supposed to be the fourth one, but they 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 decided not to do that. Yeah, I'm kind of glad, glad they didn't do that. Yeah. This is standalone. Yeah, because I only like the first two color fields. I don't care for the third one in space. The first one's good. The second one's good with John Goodman and a Mary Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. Those are good, but I, I didn't care for the third one. It was all right, but was that like par- wasn't it like Cloverfield paradox. paradox? Yeah, it was about space. It, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's you go. It's not, it's worth a watch. It's not bad, but the first two was really good. I like I like mm-hmm. those two. 
<clears throat> but um, but yeah. So, what else? I found something else on this one. Um, I don't feel like going through all that to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, cause... what was your guys's favorite part of the movie? Um, I got two. I like the beginning scene with the planes, and I like the um, the end with the lab, the fighting with the lab when it's going through the lab, like you know, sneaking around, and when Chloe's fighting that one zombie thing trying to get away. When she told her brother to go, and the end at the end with Boyd, Boyce, and um, Ford. With the the main zombie Nazi guy, so basically yeah. like those two, those two. What, what about, about you, Holly? Um, I think the fight between Boyd and Waffner was my favorite scene, and that that whole thing with Boyd, like him lifting himself off the hook and. Wait. Oh, Ford, you mean? Ford, you mean, yeah. Yeah, Ford, yeah. I'm sorry. Ford and um Waffner. That that was my favorite. And then, you know, when um Ford was uh, when um Boyd was trying to get Waffner to unlock the gate and Boyd wouldn't. That was probably one of my favorite scenes too. Yes. Yeah, the whole huh? end scene, basically the whole last fifteen minutes then, right? Yeah. Yeah. The ending was for sure a highlight. Yeah. I, I also really liked um the moment where like the like the moral like climax where they're just they're gonna let um what is it? Ford's gonna let the kid just like that not be a priority and uh Boyce finally stands up to him and he was like, No, oh, yeah. I'm not following your orders. We're gonna save the kid, like I can do this. I thought yeah. that was a really good scene. I love yeah. that. I, yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, he stood up to him. He's like, no, we're not doing this. It's always your rules. We're going to do what's right. We're going to help her. Mm-hmm. Get her. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I got chills with that. Yeah. Well, and it's funny how quickly um, he gave in to Boyd, too. You know? He probably started yeah. respecting him. He stand up for himself. Yeah, he did. Well, and he knew it was right. And, you know... And Tibbet yeah, was, you know, on board with Boyd as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of like pivotal moments in that scene too, because you they've introduced that like that Boyce has this moral compass the whole movie, and Ford doesn't discredit it or like turn it down. Like he like says we got to stick to the mission, but they don't yeah. make him out to be an asshole either. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, he does do um, that because like like every time. Um, Ford says something that we got to do this and that, and Boyce goes against him. He doesn't discredit it, like you say, because he knows it's mm-hmm. right. So he doesn't like fucks with it. So he's just yeah. like, we just let's just stick to the mission. So he he eggshells on it, yeah. So because he respects yeah. it, because he knows he just he's has a like good a guy. sense of duty. Like the whole time, yeah. his his character is meant to be the the duty, the compass of duty, and then Boyce is supposed to be the moral compass. And then Tibbet is just a loudmouth that you think that is the asshole, but then in that moment also he doesn't he knows 
yeah, also and- that he cares for the kid and he's like let's but he has to still be a smart ass in his own way and he's like let's grab the kid kill two birds you know because yeah, he can't show no emotion like he's sorry. Uh-huh. so and he, and he even started giving voice like his due at the end like like he shows yeah. like you you became brave i respect that in you like because he was like a like a punk in the beginning things like you came like you started leading like you, you became a hero started doing your shit mm-hmm. and then he he killed they killed a lot of people too when him and what's his name was sniping see <laughs> how like they killed a lot of people themselves too I know poor yeah. Jacob. He gets captured and gets that fucking <laughs> spike stuck in him. Oh yeah, and the then he stomach. just has the the two man gun at the end. He's like, "This yeah. is a two man yeah. gun," you know. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. See, those are real men. I'm a I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big punk. I would have been done already. I would have been I would I, I would have been done in the first two minutes of the film. Yeah, that plane I... that, that entrance <laughs> was rough. I I I I ain't even trying to say I'm a hero or anything like that or tough. I've been done. And that's another thing that got me on that plane. You know, when the back half of it was on fire and it was just sweeping them back into the fire and off. You know what I mean? And like they're yeah. trying to get out and you know <laughs> parachute out of the plane and it's just <laughs> sucking them back. Yeah, he was just, and they were just grabbing them and just throwing them out <laughs> the plane when they could get right. The and when they did that scene, I read up on that. Like, they had they they made they made this thing like half a plane. They made like a prop, half a plane, and they set the back on fire. And when they were throwing them out, they had stuntmen, the ones that was like supposedly dying and getting flung out from the back through the fire and getting caught mm. on fire. Those are like. I mean, of course, they're all stuntmen. It's not the regular actors, but that's what they had them doing, like torching the stuntmen on fire and having them go through the back. Man, completely immersive. Like what they did with the visuals and the sound design, because they they get rid of all the sounds so you're just in Boyce's head, like uh-huh. in that situation, and it's so intense. Yep. Yeah, the Good whole movie. movie was intense. Yeah, I love this movie. I'll definitely be watching it again soon uh, or later. Yeah. (laughs) Well, if you want to watch it again, it's good for like another 48 hours. 24 or something like that. No, I think it's over with already. No, it's still on. Really? When When did you rent it? Um, I got this thing where I had a I had a free like double rental or something like that, so I did it. Because it said I had like points for something. When I watched it, it said good for another twenty four hours. So I'm probably done by now. No, I it just said that it was good for another twenty four or something like that. Um, a few hours ago, yeah. That's weird. On um, it was a good movie. So, okay, guys, what what are your ratings? What are you what are you giving this? I give it four point five Raven Wings. I know. I was thinking about this all time, like since I watched it, and I <clears throat> never really thought about it before. But yeah, this is a five star watch for me. Five. So this is probably yeah. This is five. 
Wow. Like it has every, it has everything for me personally. Like the acting is well, the writing is well, it's shot beautifully. Like, and yeah, it has the right amount of gore and like good imagery. And a good little story. Mm -hmm. It's got heart to it. So yeah, for me, and like, and they do something with every single character, like not any of the characters are left out as like expendable. They all have their moments, you know? So yeah, for me, it's a five star. Wow. I think it's 4.5. What about you, Holly? I'll give it five. Nice. Yeah. That's the first five. I mean, star I love ever. this movie. I, yeah, it's it, it's it's my first five star ever. <laughs> um, I love this movie. Hmm? No, go ahead. I I can't complain. I have no complaints, and you know, I'm not. I I can't pick anything apart. I can't pick anything out. I don't yeah, even want to try. Nothing to nothing to complain about, really. I was surprised IMDb it got a 6.6, .6, but who knows who wrote anything. On Amazon, it got yeah. four and a half out of five. They gave it what I gave Rotten it. Tomatoes, I think it's like 81%, which is pretty high. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I am BD, you know. I, I don't care about ratings anymore. I don't because, you know, like I said, some of the some of the movies that I've seen lately have you know, high ratings, and I didn't like them. Yeah, listen, everybody's talking about Saltburn. I looked at the trailer. I see the biggest <laughs> piece of shit down. I don't even want to watch. I'm sorry, but that's just I me. I just got recommended to watch that. Actually, it, it's it's not um it's not a horror. It's like it's just meant to be really fucking weird and bizarre. Yeah. Like, so if you like weird and bizarre, then I was recommended to watch it. But yeah. yeah. I do like I, weird and bizarre, but I same. I didn't see I didn't see horror in this at all. So I don't understand why it's it's a thing in the horror community. Well, it's just well, like, what's it's up like with that? Thriller. It's like cocaine beer. Oh. It's, a com it's a comedy, <laughs> but it's like it, under the umbrella. Yeah, but it made it made it into the horror circle because I podcast mm -hmm. that, and it was a horror movie. But it's it's made as a comedy, and there's nothing horror about it. But it's still the horror in the horror community they accept that even though it's a comedy it's certain it's like that red tape bullshit salt burn it i'm i'm hearing mixed reviews about it like it's divided i don't you know, know. completely down the, the middle i seen the previews and i was like this shit is definitely it doesn't not look interesting i saw some <laughs> people giving it 10 out of 10 reviews and each their own but I was like this shit is just not for me I would jump. I would. I would take. I would fucking drink a bottle of bourbon and jump out the fucking window before I watch that movie. I'm sorry. I just, I just <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I I saw that fucking trailer. I like no way I could like that. There's <laughs> no way. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just me. I, I think it. It like for me. It, it looks like it borders like between completely fucking bizarre and messed up and like artsy. Which means it's gonna have a slow start, so I don't think that you. Would yeah, like, it. like eyes wide shut type ish movie. Yeah, like I said, each your own. Oh yeah. And don't get me wrong, I could do slow burn if it's good. Like I liked <laughs> um Black Swan. I like I could do artsy. I could do certain really? movies, but yeah, I love Black Swan. But certain things. That's true. I've never asked you. I'm like, what are what are some slow burn movies that you really love? I'll say that'll be on the next podcast we'll do that <laughs> okay Cause, yeah because i gotta because i gotta think about it because i did watch a lot of slow yeah 
But, but Black Swan is a good one, yeah. Yeah, I like Black Swan. So it depends. Like I said, I watch um, slow burns. Sometimes I don't even know they're going to be slow burns, and they wind up being slow burns, but they'd be really good. Mm-hmm. But um, then there's some I just look at the trailers like I can't do it to myself. I can't. I don't. I, I'm not doing. <laughs> You're like it. I'm not gonna. Yeah, waste and, time. yeah. Salt burns one of them. I saw the trailer like no way I'm doing this. I don't care what anybody say about this shit. It could win 50 Academy Awards. I don't give a fuck. I, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't care about that stuff. But um, I do want to watch. I wanted to see Oppenheimer. So I'm, it's on. I'm waiting for it. It's on platform now. Hmm. Cause I want to see that because I didn't, I didn't want to sit in the movie theater that long and see it because everybody I know that's in is good and I like the premise in that and the actors are awesome. I love the actors in that movie. Like, yeah, that's just that's just gonna win so many Oscars because it got nominated for everything. Robert Downey Jr. for all the supporting actors and um, Cillian Murphy for all the lead. I mean, that's gonna win a lot of Oscars and I keep hearing how good it is and I like that type of movie, but I just didn't want to sit in the movie theater for four hours and watch that shit. Yeah. I, I know I really wanted to see it too, but I just never could bring myself to be like, I'm going to go watch Oppenheimer today. Yeah, exactly. So I'm waiting for that to come out on the platform because I do want to see that. Yeah, same with the Martin Scorsese movie. I never ended up seeing it either because I was that like, flower I'm not. Movie? Gonna... Yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. I, I still want to watch it, but I'm like, I cannot sit in the theater for four hours. That's what I'm saying. Like, I Plus previews. Exactly. Like my friend, I got a couple of friends. I see it and I respect their opinion because I know they like the same shit I like. So I do want to see it, and I like, I like um Leonardo and I like Scorsese and all that shit. But it's like I'm not sitting in the movies that long, unless it's Spider Man or Batman, you know, yeah. it's some a- some action type movie that's gonna keep me going, <laughs> not a talking Oscar yeah, movie dialogue. that's gonna be talking, talking, yeah. talking. But I do want to see those movies. When I'm home chilling with a drink, <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, yeah, but yeah, Overlord is a good movie, and you're right, Holly is still playing. So I honestly might go to sleep to this because I want to watch this again. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I watched it. it twice yeah, it's good. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's it. I mean, it's freaking excellent. This is, in my opinion, a massively massively underrated movie it massively really it really yeah is. and I, yeah i'm looking at this yeah nobody talks no about it. and i'm looking at this like what the hell you know then, i mean where where but you know in the horror community i've noticed that people focus on um fresh freshly released movies slashers mm-hmm. And um, 80s, you know, 80s. I I love 80s. I love a lot of it. Um, mm-hmm. but I can't watch it. I can't watch I love that it stuff all. now. <clears throat> yeah, I love it all too. And or you have the old school. You know, like people do nothing but the old school. And then you have people that do do obscure movies, but I don't see this anywhere i don't see it anywhere yeah it's like, and a lot of people ta- that i talked huh nobody talks about it but when i post it everybody loved it 
when the mic yeah. talks about it. Yeah. Is, yeah. I posted it today and everybody was like, oh, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. Like, message yeah, message you. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. If you, if, if we love it, why don't we, uh, why don't we, uh, bring it up then every once in a while? Yeah. It's like, it's, it was like forgotten about. It feels like. But here well, we are and- to revitalize it. Right, you know, this is, I mean, it's a damn good movie. There's, like I said, there's no complaints about this. Yeah, that's true. That's why I'm surprised it got, only got a 6.6 on IMDb, but that's just random people. Who knows? They don't know what, to, some people, a lot of people that into movie, everybody got their each opinion, and I respect everybody's opinion, but then some people are like, when they just saying certain things are good, like, I still don't understand the people that says that, Halloween ends is good. I can't I can't even wrap my fucking brain around that, how they think that's good. <laughs> but then they say something like this ain't that good and they give it this ratings. I, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm dyslexic when it comes to review, reviewing movies. But I know I know for a fact, and I'll give up drinking for a year, and you know I like to drink. I ain't an alcoholic, but I like to drink. <laughs> but Halloween ends is a piece of shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you wanted a a love story connection, maybe it'd be decent. But as a horror movie and a fucking Michael Myers movie, I mean, yeah, Michael Myers movie is shit. I'm sorry. How to end that? Fuck that. Yeah. Nobody, I, nobody can ever convince me differently. Yeah, I I think it just comes down to what everybody like with the people that are reviewing these movies. Like everybody looks at something differently. Like that has something to do with it like it like you could go into a movie that normally you wouldn't like but if the experience of it was awesome you're gonna like it more so it, it just really depends yeah. halloween ends, you know and then i i don't like halloween ends as a michael myers movie but if i look at it as um them trying to do something new and the way that it was shot i will say i think it was shot pretty well and they tried to do something new, but it just, it was not the movie to do something new with, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't I a fan of it. If they was trying to make it a different type of movie with how they was making them to come together, the, those two characters, you know what I'm talking about? Mm. And, and, and not a, being a Michael Myers movie, then I was like, all right, it would have been different and better. But as that, as Michael Myers movie, Halloween, like, come on, are you fucking shitting me? Mm-hmm. I just think that, like, if this was the, if Halloween Ends was the <clears> beginning <throat> of a different reboot, if that was the first movie, yeah, then I'd be like, okay, different. like yeah. they're doing something new, like this is weird. But like the way they set Michael Ma- Myers up and like everything in this trilogy to end it that way, like without even bleeding in Corey in the second, if they had blood Corey in in the second movie, it would have made a little yeah. bit more sense. If she would have met him in the second movie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So that's the hill I'm dying on with that is that they should have blended the Corey situation into the second movie to make it more cohesive. Otherwise, it was just a standalone what the fuck film. And then I, mean, I, I think they did Michael dirty as an icon. I don't think you should play him like that. Yeah. I'm sorry. You don't or, do I- and, and Jamie Lee Curtis too. I feel like she got kind of screwed on that whole Yeah, thing. exactly. She, like, she, like, like, I think kills, kill, kills to me, kills should have been the end of it. Because Michael, Michael went on a rampage. He was, he was basically 
kill form Michael Myers destroying everybody. I guess it was corny, the premise. I get that. But mm. he was a killing machine. And Kills was still good. Like, it was still exactly. fine. It was in the same realm, in the he, same vein. He went to his but, house. He looked out the fucking window. Yeah, only like, it made I, sense. Only thing I didn't like, Jamie Lee was in the hospital the whole time. They could have had her out of it halfway through yeah. the movie. But besides that, I like Kills, especially compared to Ends. Yeah. I know, and they just, um, I don't know if he exited or if they fired him. I don't remember. I don't think they specified, but David Gordon Green left the Exorcist project. He's no longer directing the sequel. Because he probably figured, he probably came to his senses. If I just hit him, he's like, damn, Halloween Ends was a big piece of shit. And Exorcist, I don't know what the fuck I did with that. And if I just hit him, he had a fucking epiphany. And he just fucking like, I got to give this shit up. <laughs> maybe, maybe it could be. Yeah, so they're looking for a new director for the Exorcist uh, franchise. Yeah, because he needs. Who to knows? Maybe they, maybe they asked him to exit too. I mean, yeah. you know, you like it was. You never know movie. what happens behind closed doors. You know. I know yeah. what happened. It's like, listen, <laughs> the last two fucking back-to-back films was a big piece of shit. You need to get the fuck off of here and go reevaluate what you want to do with your career. That's what they said to him. I t- trust me, I know. I seen the movies. I've seen the movies. <laughs> like, those two movies is a big piece of shit. I know. <laughs> that was, that was like, Michael Myers wasn't Michael Myers, and that shit wasn't necessary. <laughs> I was all like, you, you need to go reevaluate your fucking career. That's what they told I him. Know. I feel bad for him. I, I will admit that I do feel for him because I feel like like it's gonna I feel like it's not going to completely like blackball him, but I feel like this is going to be make it hard for him to find bigger names to direct because he's known for not succeeding with these two big iconic franchises. So I, I do feel for him in that aspect. The, got, the crickets are really loud, guys. Uh, I got I got my own fucking problems. <laughs> <laughs> I got my own problems uh, to deal with. I ain't worried about him with his movie. That's supposed to be his profession. That's his problem. <laughs> oh man, I'm good at my profession. I don't know about him. It don't look right. He's good at his. He should do, maybe he should step back a little bit and go to indies, then try to come back to, up to the to you know mainstream maybe you should do that maybe indies would be a more um yeah because you could get away with full business for him because what actually. he did with what he did with those last two movies that would be successful in the indie community but yeah. not as a mainstream yeah that could be his niche yeah so just like m night Shyamalan, like he does a great movie until he fucks it up at the end I know. I do love him, though. I, lo- I love I do the, too, like, but he the audacity. fucks it up every time at the end. Every time at the end, he fucks it up because he tries to be different and weird and strange, which I try to get, but it just fucks it up. So I hope his daughter's not like that with her new movie. Yeah. I have faith. I have faith. Yeah, don't follow in that last, the last 20 minutes of the movie Footsteps. I mean, Knock at the Cabin was pretty good, though. It was all right. It like it wasn't like groundbreaking, but I I felt like it was pretty decent. You know what really disappointed me? The fucking village. I like the village. No, that let. La- oh god. <laughs> the village oh. can kiss my fucking ass. Right, that um, shit was so no. disappointing. See this? Yeah, we talked about that last time. That fucking pissed me yeah. off. I want my 
I want my almost two hours back. I love the Sixth Sense, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a great. Well, you know, I don't know. The, the Village was just fucking, it was a great movie until the end, and then it was like totally different fucking movie. Didn't he do that movie, too, with Mark Wahlberg, The Happening? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I like that one either. It or he was a... It was either that he did that one or he was like an executive producer or something like it that. It was something. I, I didn't like the happening. I thought it was fucking slow as shit and just, yeah, you know. And I watched it because I like Mark Wahlberg, but I was like, damn, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Sometimes well, people outthink was, themselves. That's yeah. what it is. Sometimes people outthink themselves or try to be too creative. Mm-hmm. Trying like, to be too different, that's the problem. Trying to be too different without being creative is the problem. Yeah. And I understand people trying to step out their comfort zone or do something different to shock the movie world and try to start something new. But if you're not going to, it's hard to do it right. And I guess they try, but I don't know. Like I said, that's not my profession, but I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I, I don't know where the, the mindset is. I don't know them. I don't know what they were going for. All I know and, and is that I it just doesn't pan out all the time for me, personally. Me too. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like, like I, every film has its audience, though. Like, even um, like the, the one, like the bad ones versus the good ones. Like, I do not like uh, the original Evil Dead, for example, but it's got like a cult following. Yeah. Like I don't mind. I fucking love it. I I like the first one. I don't mind the first one. I don't really care for the second one, but um, but um, um, the second one was all right. But I love Army of Darkness though. Yeah, I like Army of Darkness. Yeah, Yeah. but I love the the newer ones though. Better me. I I like the newer ones way better. Yeah, and I'm a newer person type of person. I don't really care for like the '80s shit like no more. Like and see, and that's and that's crazy because there's like an army of people that are like don't like newer stuff they only like the classics yeah and and i don't know i like it all i like i like whatever i like that's just how it is Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i just don't i can't i don't like watching the old stuff because it looks really corny and fake to me that's why i like like, i'm all into um, cinematography and c and good cgi and like atmosphere Mm. And now watching all that old stuff, it looks so fucking stupid to me. It really does. I can't get by it. So that's why yeah. I don't it does. But anymore. some of it, you know, some of it really does hold up, though. And, you know, the campiness of a lot of it was pretty fun. Mm. And the practical effects. Yeah. Mm. Delicious. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Like I always say. Easter and I've seen Island. some new movies where the, you know, the budget's so bad that, you There's know. a lot of new movies. Like, yo, there's a lot of new movies with the budget bad. Yeah, yeah where the budget's about- bad and it just looks like shit. And, you know, and it's like, this is like, you know. <laughs> yeah, the but- execution is just not there. Yeah, but those are indie movies you're watching. or B movies. You're talking about mainstream movies. Ugh. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not. Yeah, a fan I still of like them. Um, you know, like, like I still I, some of them. I um, 
like I still could watch Freddy Krueger. I could like I like the night the was the Ninth Gate. I, like I like Monster Squad. That was Squad a good movie. Still. Monster Squad. I still could watch, but I don't know. I'm just not. Yeah. Even even in the '80s, I wasn't really into '80s movies. I just I don't know. I just didn't. I was like Silver Bullet. I loved that movie, and I loved Fright Night. Mm. No, yeah, I like that. I loved all Fright those Night. movies. Silver Bullet, American Cujo. Werewolf. I loved Cujo. Yeah, American Werewolf in London. I, man, that was like that was actually my first werewolf movie. That was my first horror movie. Was it really? I still nice. yet to see it. Any, uh-huh. I have not seen it still. Well, American Horror Movie for London. Heather yeah. doesn't like werewolf movies now. <laughs> I know, right? I know. I, I was looking back werewolf. and I was like, I haven't seen like any werewolf. Mo- like I've seen some, but like I'm not really big on watching werewolf movies. And I, I, you know, I think it, what it is the same reason. Like, um, I don't really like. I want to see Godzilla, but I don't want to see Godzilla is because I'm sure that they kill him. And I, and even though it's a monster and like it has to be like you know taken care of, same with werewolves. Like I don't like I don't like watching animalistic type creatures being killed. So I think that it's off putting to me subconsciously. Yeah, I get it. I watched like the original King Kong when I was little, and it fucking destroyed me. me Yeah, so I, I. I think subconsciously I just like don't gravitate towards them because I don't want to see it die at the end. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get that. I get that. Godzilla and King Kong never die. <laughs> King Kong <laughs> did die. Yeah, like that movie broke me. The especially the, the what was the last one I watched? I have not seen a single King Kong movie after the Peter Jackson one. And I remember just like crying at the, the end. First of King movie. Kong, the old school King Kong died, but not now. Nobody yeah. watches the old King Kong. Who watches that old black and white shit? Yeah, no. Uh, I see. I I can't watch like I I think seventies is the the latest horror that I can stand. But I can't. So you guys go, never like, watch any of the like Universal Monsters movies? No. Oh my god, I love those. Yeah, I I just I feel like I would be bored to death. What's Universal Monster movie? Like the original, like Dracula the Wolfman and Frankenstein, yeah. Bride of Frankenstein, Dracula, oh, the Invisible God, Man. That sounds like torture. <laughs> I love them. I, I love them. Like the acting was bad. The yeah, was it bad. was. It was terrible. <laughs> Fuck that. Everybody loves it for that. No, I mean, I really but you know, like, I I used to watch all this stuff with like my grandparents and shit when I was little, and my dad and. Well, that's different because you got meaning for you. I'm not just gonna watch that shit. Sentimental. Yeah. You know what? One black and white horror movie that I did watch when I was younger was um the Bad Seed. That was good. Yeah, I remember that. You know what black and white movie I like? Abbott and Castello meet the what? werewolf Frankenstein and, and dude, I love those movies. That's that shit. That shit was fun. I like those. Movies. Yes, I watched <laughs> all of those movies. I loved them. Yeah, that was good. Those and were Monster, fun. And Monster Squad, I like those movies. Nine Gate. Nine I love Gate. Monster Squad. Yeah, The Gate. Yeah, The Gate. I call it Nine Gate. That's the Johnny Depp movie, Ninth Gate. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah which that was good too. 
Yeah, the gate. Then I like that too. That was what wasn't in Andrew Gower. Yeah. I like I like all that. Yeah, I like certain back in the day movies, but I can't can't watch any. Like I like Reanimator. I haven't seen that. That was yet. good. Man, it's good. Um, I like the the Evil Dead with that chick with the claws. Not Evil Dead. Um, what's that one called? Um, a zombie movie. Can't remember. Oh, um, Return of the Living Dead Three. Yeah, with that that, that cute chick with the. Cl- that, That's my favorite you know, one. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, the like first that. two were good too, though they were goofy. Yeah. Well, I'm a guy. <laughs> so I'm looking at the cute chick. <laughs> the redheaded girl. Yeah. <laughs> She was in, um, she was the aunt in that one movie. Uh, um, oh my god, she was in something else too. She was in uh, CSI a lot too. I Melinda, really something watch, I don't really watch CSI that like that. Mm. Um, I watched the original one. Oh, another old school movie. I like the original, um, Night, Night of the Demons. Mm. Yeah. I like those. What about Species? I like the first that one. That was good. Those were 90s. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Yeah, she was hot. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like he, he would like Species. because Natasha like a something. Sex. Yeah. Natasha, she was naked, Natasha, so. Natasha Kinski. Natasha like Kinski, that. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those were good days. That's <laughs> 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 was, I was Oh, I was I was I was a young raven then. I had a lot of things going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but yeah. So I don't know, but I just like not even just horror. I like all these different type of movies. Like even the old school movies, like Beverly Hills Cops and Forty Eight Hours and shit like that. So I like mm-hmm. those type of old school movies with Nick Nolte, Eddie Murphy, and I'm um, like trading places, trading places and stuff like that. I just I like certain old movies and just not like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the storytelling from back then is so different than to how it is now. Like you got movies like Heat and Blade Runner, like all kinds of stuff like that. Wait, that I Heat, really like Heat with Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Yeah. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a real good movie. Especially that fight scene out in the fucking open with the gunfire. That was yeah. A, that was a good scene. <laughs> like yeah. uh, Escape from L.A. with Kurt Russell. Love yeah. that one, too. That was good. Mm. I didn't like the new Blade Runner. I like the old school one. Yeah, the old school one was really good. The original, yeah. That was good. I wrote a whole report on that one in uh, one of my classes. Um, As a because thesis? Of the, yeah, like as a thesis, because um, I was like, I was prioritizing the philosophical message in the movie about how like even life is so precious that you you save your enemy instead of letting them die because life is more precious than that. And I was like, that is fucking beautiful. Yeah, too bad your enemy wouldn't do the same for you. <laughs> well, in that movie. He did. Wasn't wasn't the enemy the dude from the Family Feud, the old Family Feud? 
Mm, yeah. Richard Rich- Dawson. Richard Dawson. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I thought it was... In the original one. I thought it was like Bill Ruger or something like that. No, I think it was Richard Dawson. In the original one, the guy, it was Richard Dawson. And Rutger Hauer was... Yeah, Rutger Hauer. He was He's, the bad... Is he still alive, Rucker Howard? Howard? I think so. I don't know. Like, we was talking about somebody the other day. I thought he was dead. The dude from Jaws. What was his name? Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> yeah, he he's in another dead. shark movie. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, he's in another shark movie. I'm like, I thought he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I like, I thought he was dead. I'm like, shit, for real? Good for him. <laughs> But um, yeah. So, thanks for being on and talking about the this great movie. It was really awesome. I recommend everybody to go see it if you haven't seen it, especially if you like zombies or just horror or just a good story. Yeah. So, if you want an entertaining, immersive, well acted zombie war movie, the I feel like Overlord is perfect. Yeah, it really is. Like. It kept my attention from the start to the very end. And rare, mm-hmm. rarely movies do that for me. This could be underrated. A lot of people don't talk about it. Might not be the greatest movie in the world to certain people, but this movie was fantastic to me. Like mm-hmm. Heather and Holly both gave it five stars. I gave it 4.5. And I thought that was really, really good, but shit. Yep. It's, it's awesome. So go see it if you, if you want to watch it. Go represent and they, Wait, they Richard Dawson wasn't in Blade Runner, was he? He was in Running Man. Running Man, okay. It was something with running. Yeah. <laughs> he was running from something. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Yeah, that was with Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Yeah, that was a good okay. movie, too. Okay. I knew he was with something with running. But But I don't know if Rutger Hauer is alive. I like Rutger Hauer. Let me check and see if he's, let me see if he's alive. If you can I love that movie Lady Wolf or Lady Hawk. I loved that movie. That was like one of my favorite movies when I was little. I seen that movie, but I do not remember it. Because I seen it so long ago. It was so good. I saw it so many times. How do you spell his name? Oh god. R U T G, isn't it? I don't know. It'll come up. Age uh, I don't know. Let's just say he's alive because that's a lot of work for me to look it up. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like Ruth and then Gur. Uh, he's alive. <laughs> I don't want to wish nobody dead, so let's just say he's alive. But I don't feel like looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys again for being on. Of course. Thank you for having us. Anytime. So next time, if y'all want to do it, I think I'm going to do a non-horror movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. Something maybe more towards action and fun and lighthearted. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Until next time. If you guys have any suggestions, y'all can always let me know. I'm always open, but I want to do some different genres too. Besides. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Anyway, thanks for being on again. Thanks for having us. As always, you can always find Holly at The Real Holly on Instagram and at Diablo's Girl, right? On TikTok? Yes. And 
find Hedda on everything at the villainess narrative. I was getting there. Calm down. I was trying to take a couple of breaths. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wanted to get a couple of breaths in for <laughs> yeah on the villainous underscore narratives or villainous narratives on everything so check us especially check out her YouTube she's been putting up new stuff you started her YouTube channel it's cool I follow I watch it it's good so I'm trying and that's all you can do <laughs> so thanks for being on and thanks for listening everybody Holly, Heather, Raven, we're all out. Bye, guys. Peace. Bye, guys. Later.